drive time once again. We are back in the studio after a long break with your favorite morning show, Cloak and Jabber, a Cloak and Dagger podcast. Hey, what's up, everybody? Hope you guys are woken up. I'm Alex. Oh, and you got me on the sidebar. I am here, ripped, roared, and ready to go. We got to talk about Cloak and Dagger because this is a little podcast we call Cloak and Jabber. Hey, I'm Justin. I'm Pete. And you are listening to, as we said, our Cloak and Dagger podcast. This is the preview episode for season two of Cloak and Dagger. Listen, I think at the end of last season of the podcast, we swore we were never going to do that morning show bit again uh, because it totally doesn't gel with the tone of the show at all. Even remotely. No, not even close. Uh, mm. So you guys let us know. We're going to keep doing it anyway, probably, because well, <laughs> we should, you know, ask him if, you know, uh, thumbs, thumbs up, thumbs, thumbs up, up, thumbs, thumbs down. Yeah, yeah, they should vote. Yeah, yeah. If you uh, Pete was doing thumbs up, thumbs down, but he wasn't actually saying it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We could just add that, add a photo into the podcast stream. Yeah, yeah totally. Yeah, yeah. I'll just uh, click on the photo. One of those the photo that you can hear. What? That would be cool. Wow. Uh, so let's talk about Cloak and Dagger. Lots of stuff went on in the last season, but first, I think we should establish up front that uh, Justin, you and I. Love the show. Love this show. Love the show. I said, this, I said this a lot. This is my favorite Marvel TV. Show. That is garbage. I, I to agree. Say I out think loud. the first season of the show focused episodically, which is something that if the Marvel shows forget to do. Each one was its own unit. It built really well. It delved into the character stuff really well. It was very exciting, very creative. Personally, I'm very nervous about the second season to see if they could replicate that. Interesting. On the other hand, Pete. Uh, he did the show for yes. most of the run. Most of it, yeah. But I, I want to remind you, you kind of start to understand and warm tour by the end. Yeah, and right? I'm excited. I'm back because I'm excited. To, I'm hoping the second season is going to be so much better. I just think it's important that the main characters stop being so horrible. Oh and once God. we get past that, oh, then I we forgot can, about this. We, you hate can, Tandy. Yeah, yeah. And but what about because, uh Well, he's better than Tandy. Right. Well, I, I like them both. I no, think. I yeah. just she's awful at any chance she can be. She was good. Okay, at before the, we totally derail the podcast right at the beginning, as happened on every previous episode of this Cloak and yeah, Dagger podcast. That's a pattern. Uh, let's give you guys a recap of what happened in the last season. The short version is that Ty and Tandy, two kids in New Orleans, uh, were part of the divine pairing. They were given powers through an accident by the Roxxon Oil Company. Uh, Tandy got the power to create light daggers. She can also enter into people's good memories uh, and sort of like uh, it was good memories, right? Yeah, yeah she, she can she bring could, out. Yeah, the... she can bring out the good in people. And uh, Ty has the opposite. He can teleport, which of course is the opposite of light daggers. Yeah, and he uh, also can go into bad memories. Ultimately, this led them to figure out a way to save New Orleans from an epic calamity that was coming—a disaster. Uh, they joined their powers together. They previously had been unable to touch the entire series without exploding backwards. They joined together on top of the what is it—the Superdome, New Orleans Superdome. Yep. Uh, shot up into the air with their powers, and now they have their powers, but New Orleans is saved. Uh, the downside of what happened was a cop that they were working with died, except she didn't really die. She right. was going to turn out to be 
as far as we know, the season two villain mayhem. Uh, and it mayhem. looks like we're going to get a little bit of the old uh, how far should you go as a hero type thing going on, which I'll tell you, not my favorite mode of superhero storytelling. But given how much I like the show in the first season, I'm very excited to see what they do with this. So that out of the way. Uh, oh, we should also mention there is a girl uh, who probably has a real name, but her name is Emoji Girl. And she had a little bit of a flirtation going on with Ty. Yeah. 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 I and forgot she, about Emoji Girl. Emoji yeah. Girl. Oh, yeah. You liked we, Emoji we, Girl. Yeah, she was great. You were very into Emoji Girl uh, beyond anything else on the show. Your yeah. favorite thing. You yeah. love emojis. No, I hate emojis. But Emoji Girl is fantastic. Uh, and her aunt is a uh, was able to sort of predict uh, the rise. Also, of, the aunt was a great character, too. Yeah. She used a 3D printer. Mm-hmm. She did, which was very cool. Yeah, very not a lot, cool. Not a lot of people have those yet. No, and that's basically modern magic. Yes. Uh, what are your thoughts? What are your predictions? What are you looking forward to in the season, Justin? Well, if uh, if Mayhem truly is the villain, um, uh, I am a little bit nervous in the same way you are in that it uh, we've seen that story so many times, so I'm curious how they're going to uh, change it. What was really cool about... Uh, the first season was they were able to sort of tell all these different stories uh, without having one main thread and to have like a constant threat of this cop, uh, Bridget O'Reilly, I think is her name. Yeah. Um, her just being there the entire time. I feel like, I don't know how that's going to jive with the rest of the, the way they tell the stories the here. The other thing that made me nervous even about the existence of a second season was the first season. They tied it so well to these characters entire lives Yeah, that everything that had happened with their parents, with them and with them psychologically, how they grew up. Every episode dealt with it in a very different, very specific way and slowly parsed out the information of what that had happened to them and what had happened to their parents in the past in a very smart, really interesting way. Um, now that that's out of the way, obviously lots of things happen to people in their lives, so there's more information you can put in there. But it does feel like the story they wanted to tell was told. So what is that second story then? And obviously we're going to find out, but uh, I'm curious. I'm hoping that it's Ty growing into a better person. Uh, and, oh, not, and not, not Tandy. Tandy. It's, oh, you I'm just sorry. Cloak. Yeah. Did you mix them up? I did, yeah. You want Tandy yeah. growing into a better person. Yeah, thank well, I you. think that was definitely the arc of the first season. Right. Uh, yeah, it was about them becoming heroes, figuring out how they were heroes. It had nice riffs on the classic comic characters, Cloak and Dagger. Um, we got to see that with Ty's cloak, which was... I'm forgetting the exact term, but it was this New Orleans cloak that they wear on Mardi Gras. Uh, and then Tandy, same sort of thing. She just wore white. She didn't really wear that skin tight costume that Dagger wears in the costume uh, in the comics, which is probably for the best. Yeah. Uh, but I, I like those riffs. I, I'm curious to see what more they have to play out throughout this. Uh, well, that's what the the writing on the first season was so good. And they were able to deal with just like regular superhero origin stuff, but also like larger cultural issues, uh, mm. race, uh, gender issues, like throughout the season, um, in a, such a smart way that I have a lot of confidence that, um, no matter what story they choose to tell, they're going to do a great job. Now, also a lot of, uh, you know, stuff about evil corporations like Roxxon yeah. and the, the shortcuts that they take and how environmental impacts that they have. And it's yeah. Roxxon craft. Yeah. Wow. Craft? Huh? Yeah. yeah because of all the macaroni and cheese, cheese boxes. Yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking about. You know exactly uh, talking now about. that Ty and Tandy can touch, 
Do you think we're finally going to get a little bit of romance there? They're going to smoocheroo. Well, uh, the old I, I smoocheroo. The term smoocheroo. Uh, I'm being, 80 years old. Being an adult. Yes. Uh, but yeah, I mean, that was something that was sort of like barely touched on. It felt like uh, at different times each character was maybe thinking there was a relationship there. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so yeah, I'm sure they'll the, approach it. I don't know if they'll actually get together because. It's the classic will they, won't they? Exactly. But in the comics, that's been an ongoing thing as well. The characters sort of have a horrible romance. (laughs) Right. And I think we even debated this a lot because it's never explicitly clear, or at least until recently in the comics. But for most of the time, it wasn't explicitly clear whether they were in a relationship or if they were just codependent. Right. You know? Uh, Recently, it has been established that, yes, they are definitely or were definitely in a relationship. Um, But I, I like having a duo show where they're not quite together on everything. Like, yeah. they're clearly starting in a much better place at the beginning of the season, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. I expect we're going to see them run into issues. We're going to see them run into societal issues because the show has been so smart about dealing with those. Speaking of which, we should mention, uh, we had another facet of the podcast. Uh, one of our listeners, Brett Macris, lives in New Orleans, and he sent us some awesome notes for every episode about what is what the real story is behind the scenes, what it's like. He's also been doing an amazing job. We have a Patreon-only Slack, patreon.com slash comic book club. If you want to join, it's two bucks a month. Uh, A lot of great perks. Well, one of the perks is that uh, Brett has been dropping these amazing photos from New Orleans. Yeah, from Mardi Gras. Mardi Gras. Yeah, it was great. It's been really cool. cool. Uh, So we're going to have it back on. Usually his notes come an episode later. So for the episode one notes, you'll hear those in the episode two show and so on and so forth. Um, But... But yeah, that's a, that's I one of my favorite parts of this podcast. So I'm excited yeah. to bring that uh, back. That's how we knew that um, uh, a couple of scenes took place on the roof of Emerald's Bang Bang Restaurant. Yeah, yeah. that's the real name of the restaurant. Well, well, let's talk about that because that was another big thing we wondered about in the first season of the podcast. Do you think they're going to finally bring on Emerald for this season? He's got to be there, absolutely. Hero or villain? Mm, Ooh, I don't know. But he definitely bro- makes it uh, pretty spicy with his bam sauce. Uh, Brett Macris also makes an amazing apron. He yeah. does. That sounds like a weird statement until you understand that he actually makes these uh, very traditional New Orleans aprons. Uh, and after the first season of the show, he made each of us a comic book apron that was super awesome. Very cool. Yeah, yeah very cool. Uh, so we should mention this is the preview episode of the podcast. We're going to roll this out in the Comic Book Club feed as well as the Cloak and Dagger feed. Uh, but at Cloak, Cloak and, and Jabber. Jabber. Excuse me. Uh, but after this, uh, it's just going to be the Cloak and Jabber feed. You can subscribe on iTunes. You can subscribe on Google Play. Uh, uh, Stitcher, a bunch of other places. You can check out the whole listing at comicbookclublive.com. So head there and all the stuff runs down. There's also a dedicated Cloak and Jabber Twitter called, I think it's at Cloak Jabber. Makes uh, sense. Yeah. So we'll share some stuff there, uh, some pictures and other things from the show. Maybe we'll try some live tweeting. We'll see what happens. Oh um, the show comes back on April 4th that mm-hmm. evening. Our four, first four. Yeah. Our podcast will be up after that. Uh, and then every week after, right after the show. So please do check it out. Thank you guys for listening in. Uh, and we'll see you when it's drive time again. <laughs> right? You got to have fun in your commute, and that's all we do. 